Seamus, The Case of the Missing Maid, Part 9, Burn Baby Burn, is based on the book The Leavenworth Case by Anna Catherine Green. I followed her to the kitchen. You can help yourself to some coffee or tea. K-cups are in here, and an assortment of teas are here. Breakfast is served at 7.30. She seemed rushed, throwing open cabinet doors and slamming them shut. Her hand shook as she pointed out the sugar canister and the creamer in the refrigerator. She was hiding something. She certainly didn't want me here. I couldn't tell if it was me or if she didn't want anyone here. Pretty odd for an innkeeper. Thanks. The dishwasher is here. You can use any cups in the cabinets. Just put the dirty cups in the dishwasher, if you don't mind. Ida, startled at a knock on the back door. I looked up. Wings was standing there with his hat in his hands. Oh, my. Um, if you will excuse me for a moment, Mr. James. Take your time. Ida opened the door and stepped out on the patio. I moved closer. What can I help you with? I was wondering, ma'am, if you had any work? No. You don't have to pay me in money. I'll take some food in exchange for work. Ida glanced at me over her shoulder and seemed to consider something. On second thought, I do have some weeds that need to be pulled in the flower beds. Do you know the difference between a weed and a flower? Yes, ma'am. Well, then, if you clean those beds out, I'll give you a meal and let you sleep in the shed. Yes, ma'am. That's settled. You'll find an old cot in the shed that you can sleep on. I'll bring out some blankets later. If you do a good job on the beds, I may be able to find you some more work around here. Yes, ma'am. Interesting. If she were redoing the rooms here... There would be a lot of work for someone who just wanted a meal in exchange. Just knock on the door when you're finished. Let me show you which beds need attention. Yes, ma'am. This way. Wings winked at me before following Ida. I made myself a cup of coffee, but didn't have time to drink it before Ida returned. If you'll follow me, Mr. James, I'll show you to your room. For dinner, I can recommend several excellent restaurants. I wasn't about to leave the house. She was up to something, and I was going to find out what it was. I didn't see anything wrong with the colors or decor. It was bland and didn't lean towards girly or camouflage prints. The bathroom was nice, but again, was pretty generic. The bed was comfortable. I even pulled up the sheets to see who the mattress maker was. I must have drifted off. Hunter, wake up. Just like you to fall asleep and leave me out here pulling these stupid weeds. What? Wings? What's going on? Where? Like you would know. Getting a beauty sleep, buddy? I've been out here in the hot sun breaking my back. She's got a lot of weeds. Damn, I was asleep. I needed to be awake to figure out what she was up to. 
She brought me out a really nice blanket and a pillow. She also left me a gas lantern. You know, one of those camping ones. And some matches to light it with. Definitely something going on here. No one is that nice to a homeless guy. If circumstances were better, I'd be willing to weed her whole yard to live like this. Anything else strikes you as odd? Well, besides you sleeping on the job, it's just a little weird. I saw this movie years ago about this lady who would hire an illegal as a maid or something. Then one night, she would have the illegal plant a tree with her. And then, the lady would kill the illegal and bury them beneath the tree as fertilizer for the tree. She had a lot of really good-looking trees. This feels a little like that. Uh-huh. She even walked over to this window. She made it look like she was checking out the shutters, but she was looking in your room. Probably saw you asleep. <laughs> Seeing you asleep there scared her so bad she took off for town. Probably to get the cops. Left the house, did she? You be careful. I don't have a good feeling about this. Don't end up as tree food. Keep your eyes open. I could say the same to you, catnapper. So Ida left me alone at the house thinking I was asleep. Sounds like prime snooping time to me. Turns out, I didn't have any time to poke around. Oh, Mr. James! Ida Ms. Lane was naturally a skittish type, or my suspicions were correct. I apologize, Miss Lane. I just thought I would come in here to see if I could find a book to read. I've got to tell you that the bed in my room is fantastic. I am sorry. I had to pick up some things for breakfast. Like I said earlier, I wasn't going to have guests for a few days. She waved a couple of grocery bags in the air. I do appreciate you letting me stay here. Donna was absolutely correct about what a wonderful place this is. I'm certainly giving you a good review. She had started for the kitchen and nearly tripped. Oh, um, that's very nice. Are you planning on staying here longer than one night? I need to shut the place down so I can renovate it to prepare for next season. She was not very subtle. She wanted me gone. It's just that I have workers scheduled to come in tomorrow afternoon and start the work. That's too bad. It is so restful here. Thank you. That's the idea. Do you need some restaurant recommendations? Do you have Uber Eats? I think I'll just grab a book and enjoy your very comfortable sitting room. Well, we do. Please enjoy the sitting room. Why do I have the feeling she is sizing me up for plant food? Thank you. I will. Except for the food delivery, I spent the rest of the evening in the sitting room pretending to read. It was a self-help book on achieving inner peace through guided meditation. After nearly finishing it, I yawned loudly and headed for my room. I showered and lay down on the bed. This time, I didn't go to sleep. I waited. Just about 1 a.m., I saw Lane taking a stroll across the backyard. I followed. She looked in the shed at the cop before lighting the gas lantern and setting an envelope on fire. She turned and ran back to the house. In the old shed, the fire caught quickly. I had enough time to snatch the burning envelope and realize that the likely-looking lumps under the blanket wasn't wings. 
I pulled out my phone and called 911 to report the fire and waited. In a few moments, Ida came running out of the house and saw me in my pajama bottoms and a t-shirt. I played the part of a stunned observer. I saw it from my window. I wonder if that old homeless man is still in there. I tried to get in, but I couldn't. It was too hot. This is horrible. Horrible. I called 911, but I don't think there is much that could be done to save the shed. Do you have a water hose? Maybe we can keep it from spreading. Yes, I do have a garden hose. She ran to retrieve the hose. I waited, looking around for wings. He had to be here somewhere. Lane returned after a few minutes. I grabbed the hose and started spraying the fire. I hope the old guy got out. When the firefighter showed up, I took a place off the edge of all the activity. A police officer approached me and asked me a few questions about what I saw. I moved farther back from the scene. Not too close. You'll give me away. Don't want her to know I'm still alive yet. At least I didn't end up in a hole feeding a tree. About time you showed up. Nice formal duds. You will let her know you're still alive, won't you? Not yet. She's still busy blaming it on me. The cops are treating it as a crime scene. I thought I'd make a grand entrance after she finishes. Oh, looks like she's done. Time for my grand entrance. I watched as wings skirted around the yard so that he could approach from the other side. Lane's mouth dropped open. She would have some serious explaining to do. I moved close enough to hear the grand performance Wings was giving. After Lane's initial shock, she told Wings how glad she was that he wasn't in the building. She offered to put him up in a room. He accepted. After a while, the police finished with Wings, and he moved around the yard back to me. Just for the record, I'm glad you're all right. Aw, I'm touched. I've got some news for you. Yeah? Yeah. You ain't the only guest in this dump. Up there, in the room on the corner... Some lady is staying in there. I saw her in the window a couple times today. And that wasn't Wing's biggest news. You get a chance to see what was in the envelope? Haven't had a chance to get it. Not that great a hiding place, Sherlock. You watched where I put it? Well, duh. Guess what it is? The winning lottery tickets? Maybe. It's a charred marriage license for Tobias Roberts and Unity Gonzalez dated about three months ago. Thank you for listening to Seamus. If you liked this episode of Seamus, please leave a review and tell your friends. Seamus, The Case of the Missing Maid, Part 9, Burn Baby Burn, is based on the book The Leavenworth Case by Anna Catherine Green. Hunter James was played by Patrick Brancato. Wings was played by Michael Rowe. Ida Lane was played by Marsha Hinton. I'm Leslie Woodroff. This episode of Seamus was written by Max Rees and directed by Gene Phillips. Sound design for Seamus is provided by OpenMicRecordingStudio.com. Seamus is a New Meadows Media production. All rights reserved.